In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. No, it happens every time, doesn't it? And then you're like three three quarters of the way into the into the thing, and you're like, "Damn, we should have recorded this." Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the True Life Podcast. I hope everybody's having a beautiful day. Maybe you're in Scotland. Maybe you're in the Philippines. Maybe you're in Hawaii. I don't know. Maybe you're in South Africa. Wherever you are, I got a great show for you this morning, this evening, this afternoon. Incredible individual, Kyle, coming to us from the Philippines. We're talking about digital nomads we're talking about human design we're talking about ai we're talking about all these incredible things and i just want to dive right into this a little bit kyle thank you for being here today my friend we're going to get into your back we're going to get into everything but let's let's just pick up where we left off digital nomad and a dog and being stuck in manila oh that is yeah, yeah. It's gonna to have to give everybody a little bit of context but yeah no um so i was stuck in i i, I was in bali for seven years and during the pandemic, I rescued a, uh, a dog. And I, I don't know about you or people who ever listens to this, but I don't believe in sterilizing dogs. Um, well, I do, but I don't believe, I believe that it's, it's their, only, their only purpose in life is to reproduce. And if we take that away from them without uh, actually allowing them the opportunity to experience that, we're kind of playing God. So I let my dog, I let my dog have a couple of puppies, and we kept one of the puppies. Uh, and this puppy happened. Her, her name is Yin, and she's the most loving, adorable dog. Every, everybody just loves her. She's so intelligent. She's so smart. Um, but she was keeping me in Bali after seven years. And you know, if you've if you've ever been on one island for seven years, sometimes it can get a bit, you know. So anyway, long story short, we, we decided to move to the Philippines and I set everything up. I went through the, the, the painstaking process of moving my dog and and um, I went to Jakarta and took her to Manila and got to Manila. And as I was saying before, anyone that's experienced Manila, particularly the, the outer city, would be able to tell you it's like it's, it's kind of the most, it's, it's a pretty crazy it's the most densely populated city in the entire world. 
and it's just kind of completely chaotic and i'm not a city person so so here's me stuck in the city with my dog from bali wondering what the hell on earth i've, I've done how did i how did I end, how did i end up in this in the city um and I've got a really good question to follow up on later on that I'd like to bring up in the podcast that's kind of been on my mind a little bit. But I, ha- I, I decided to, to ask God or to ask the universe, however you want to call, call it. And I was like, what, what's going on? Why am I, why am I here? Why, why is this place, uh, why, like, why am I stuck here? Why is everything going wrong? Usually everything flows for me. I'm very lucky. Like I'm, everything is always unfolding in like the most perfect synchronistic synchronistic way you could imagine. So so getting stuck in Manila was a bit of a shock. And I said, God, what is what is it that I'm? What 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 do you want to tell me? What what am I here to do? And all I could hear, all I could hear, whether in my head, whether it was me or the universe or God or whatever, was write a book. Write a book. So that was the beginning that was when i started penning out the third book my third book and it was funny it was almost miraculous as soon as i as soon as i got the first eight or nine pages down um all of a sudden my permit to move the dog was approved and i found a mode of transportation and and the, the universe kind of um yeah it just allowed me passage to continue with my with my journey uh, and to give you the whole story, it's, it, w- it would literally take an in- entire book to to do it. But I think this, the third book is actually unfolding. Um, so yeah, I wish we'd caught the last part because it would have given a lot, <laughs> a lot more context. Uh, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. So it's all, it's all good, man. It's all it it's all good to start off in the beginning sometimes when i think about great movies when i think about good books a lot of the times it's like this scene in the middle that's like whoa kind of is the hook right there and i kind of feel like that's what's kind of happening right now but let me let me bring it back to the beginning so yeah, i please. met you through our friend anya who is big into intelligent design and human resources and she's finding a way to structure the future by combining these two types of technologies and she says you know what George, you got to talk to kyle He's got this platform that he's running. He's working with AI. He's working with human design. I know you've you've been traveling quite a bit, and I just want to throw it back to you a little bit so you can build a little bit of a foundation for the audience right now. Like, how did you get started? What what are you working on right now? And let me just throw that throw that your way, and you can kind of mold it into anything you'd like. It. Yeah, sure. So so I, I'm the founder of a platform called HumanDesign.ai. Um, which combines human design with artificial intelligence. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a backdrop uh, as the, without, without telling that it is, it is literally a few books worth, but I, uh, I, I've always been very entrepreneurial since, since, since I was about the age of 12, I'd always had this inclination to build websites to, to, for the world. And that sounds a bit weird, but uh, my first business idea, my first website idea was actually a website called VidLink, which was going to be um, a YouTube-style platform that, where you could watch videos from all over the, the internet. And this was in, two th- when would this was in, I'd say about 1999 to 2000. It, it was, it was, I think it was about five years before YouTube was, was founded. Uh, but obviously at the time it took, it took about three days to upload a video and, and I didn't really know how to build a, a, a business. So it never really, it, it never happened, but there was kind of a seed as to, 
I don't know. I've always had this in, in, inherent knowing that I was going to create something of importance with the internet for for the world. Um, and fast forward twenty odd years, twenty how many years? Twenty years. Um, and I traveled all over the world. I've written two books. I built a YouTube channel, but I still never really found that thing that really, uh, really I felt was my calling, and I felt was something I could persistently do for, for a long period of time until 2021 when I had a bit of a breakup and you know like all breakups come can be catalysts and I'm like you know what I gotta figure out I gotta figure out who I am I don't want this to happen ever again I don't want to I don't want to meet someone uh, and not be able to to deliver you know so I, I and human design kept coming up uh, many people kept talking about it it's, 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 it's just people kept coming up into your sphere you know i don't know about you george but whenever something comes to me repeatedly i'm kind of like okay this is something i gotta i gotta explore so i looked it up and it turned out that i was a projector which which was when i first read about being a projector and for your anyone in your audience that actually knows human design um or doesn't know human design a projector we, we, we're here to guide energy we're not here to build we're not here to make things happen we're here to really touch show people how to use their energy more most efficiently so i i, I said wait and, and one of the things that really resonated from from this teachings was that i was not here to work hard <laughs> you know i was like wait a minute that's that sounds great you mean i don't have to work hard like holy shit but it takes it's really hard to get your head around that especially in in a world that's super fast paced and everybody's competing with each other and everybody's working grinding and so on and the culture is all about grinding but i thought okay well this really resonates so i'm gonna have to take it seriously a little bit and and, and practice it and then i started practicing it and i was sitting there waiting for the invitation <laughs> i was like when's my invitation gonna come you know but at the same time i, I could see but by waiting for the invitation and by not offering myself without that invitation i was noticing the the right kind of experiences were coming to me and it wasn't nothing was forced and i didn't actually have to do anything i could just chill uh, i was like this is great <laughs> you know, i just what do you mean i just get to chill and life life just life just happens you know so it's like, okay i really it really resonated with me and i so I, I locked myself into my into my room and i uh, and i spent months studying this system i thought Shit, this is this is really this is this is amazing um and me being an entrepreneur and, and having had many online businesses over the years some successful some not so successful i i felt that i was like okay i really want to create a business from this on this topic i really want to find something i want to give this to as many people as possible you know this is something this is something i'm really passionate about i want to share um so this was 2021 when this happened i logged into uh namecheap uh, a domain registration and I, I typed in human design fully fully expecting everything to be to be taken by this point in time you know bearing in mind that human design has been around since 1987 um, and the only the only domain name that was available uh, aside from the not so great ones was humandesign.ai and it was it was two hundred dollars I thought to myself, two hundred bucks. Do I really want to spend two hundred bucks? And do I really want to? Do I really want to put myself into that situation where I'm going to be 
you know, I'm building a startup again, I'm running a business. Like, I, I'm, I, nobody's invited me. I was, <laughs> so, I was asking all these questions, but then I thought to myself, you know what? Two hundred bucks is like if, if worst case scenario, uh, I can I can probably sell the domain name if I if I choose not to to go down that path. Bear in mind, I didn't have all that much money at the time because it yeah. was uh, it was the pandemic and I was in Bali and and there was no way to work and like it was it was tough. So two hundred bucks was kind of a big deal back then. Um, so I, I but I went ahead and I, I I registered the domain name and it sat there for a bit. And I, I decided that I wanted to teach human design to other people, but um, I figured the best way to do that was one-to-one. Um, with, uh, you keep dropping out. Am I, are you still, are you still there? When yeah, you drop yeah out? I'm good. I can okay, be fine. Cool. Okay, cool. So I, 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 um, I realized that the, the best thing that I could possibly offer at that point in time was combining human design with teaching people how to build businesses online. And finding people's purpose and finding that thing that people could give, especially during that time when everybody was working online. Yeah. So I set up a Fiverr gig, a, five, a couple of Fiverr gigs, and I, I, I started offering these consultations. And they went down a real storm. They were they were great. Everybody everybody really loved them. But I was finding it very difficult to teach the human design aspect with my limited knowledge. I didn't know much about the gates. I didn't know much about the channels. Um, so in my in my projector projector mindset of making things as easy and effortless and as possible i, I put together the, the the single most basic uh chatbot combined with the the body graph it was it was really old school it was like a it was one where you would you would type in a keyword and it would it would recognize the keyword and then it would give you an answer based on that keyword it wasn't really artificial intelligence but it did the job and it helped me to do the readings and i ended up uh, kind of saving up enough uh, money and getting enough experience to to um, really understand the topic, and then lo and behold, ChatGPT just showed up. <laughs> I was like, "What?" You know, and we really we got our glimpse of the real glimpse of artificial intelligence, and as and this, I was like, "Oh my god!" If, if only we could figure out how to integrate the chart, the human design chart, into the AI and figure out how to how to make it, um, you know, work basically. Uh, and so I, I had that's where the idea was kind of born, the as as it's current as the current stands, currently stands. Um, and it was it was some, you know, sometimes George, sometimes we think, okay. I need to find somebody to help me with this. Yeah. And we look everywhere. And then all of a sudden, one day we wake up and realize that we are the people that we are already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, I know. You know we're, you're, we're trying to, we're trying to de delegate this, this process, but really it's actually something that we have to do within ourselves. And yep. um, somehow miraculously someday I, I, I just had some spur of divine inspiration and we'll call it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to crack this. I'm going to figure out how to integrate the AI into the chart. I'm just going to do it. I don't know why. I just, I already I knew how to code. So I was like, I knew how to code, but I'm going to experiment. I'm going to try. And uh, I, I did. I, I, somehow, I somehow figured out how to give the, the AI the context of the chart and then combined that with the human design system to produce tangible, actual, real results that actually, actually, gave you the, the correct information 
And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, no, no way. Um, and yeah, that's how the platform was born. And it, it's gone from strength to strength. It, it, it just keeps it just keeps perpetuating itself. And um, I'm more than happy to, to go into any aspects of, of that. But you just tell me what it is that you want to. Yeah. Tell me if there's anything yeah. that really like intrigues There's a you. lot that jumps out there. Like at first, I can't get over those two titles, like human design and artificial intelligence. Like I think it's a good place to start. Like it do you, isn't artificial intelligent designed by humans, like human design. Like it's just you know what I mean. Like it's just it's just kind of glaring at you right well, now. What's the relationship there? Well, here's here 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 here's the thing. So, um. As a projector, so as a gen as a generator, you're here to generate, uh, and you're here to create. Uh, uh, but you're here to you have to wait to respond before you create, as you as you know. Um, but that doesn't always not always the case. But in in most cases, uh, for the for the biggest success and the biggest satisfaction, it's best for you to wait for something to respond and then use your gut to make the decision. For for me as a projector, my my I don't have the the, the drive and the energy to be able to generate all the time. Mm. Uh, I can generate, but I have to drink about six coffees and you know <laughs> abstain for a few months before I've got the 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 kind of the power. But the but but my skill set is in making things much more efficient and seeing mm. systems and seeing things how how things can be made easier um and the one thing that really stood out to me as a as a projector who, who just fell in love with the human design system was just how much information there was to digest and, and comprehend uh, uh, and my little human brain could never could never fully engage engage all that information um but then at the same time how do you how do you make this this very valuable information more accessible to humans so that people can then become uh, ironically more human which is there's an irony in it i know right. there's an iron this is huge irony it, and it blows my mind every 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 day that this but uh, yeah and i it's a, that's a whole different tangent we'll come but um the 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 key the, the 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 fundamental idea behind the integrating the ai with the the human design which is predominantly to teach humans is just to make the information much more digestible um in a way that the it's it's if you for example yeah you get a basic understanding of human design you think oh my god this resonates with me but how does it apply in my everyday life how can i learn like how can i learn like in bite-sized informations without bothering another human to, who, who knows my chart so we want so we that's that's why we did, that's why we decided to fuse the the ai well that's why I, I not decided but i felt inspired to fuse the ai with the human human design but there is this weird irony that, that i'm sure everybody will agree is that, that now people are humans are now learning from the ai how to be more humans yeah. Uh, and and that will come back into as, as I mentioned in our pre-call. Yeah. It's like that's the that's the kind of the moral ethical kind of conundrum that I, I ask myself as the founder of this platform every single day. Like, are we using technology in a positive way? Are we actually creating a better world? Are we actually being of service 
using this this tool and i've gone around it thousands of thousands of times in in my heart and soul and if you remove money and you remove success and you remove my ego and everything from from the equation i cannot see a downside to people just having a better understanding of who they are and if that if we need to use ai to present that information in a in a more condensed way um, that's more digestible, then by all means, let's do it. Let's let's use technology to actually help us to understand how to make the correct decisions, for example. You know? Yeah. And also on a, on a scale, a scale. So 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 I, I'm sure we won't I'm, I'm sure we can't really go into too much of the topic of what happened over the pandemic in 2020 and yeah whatever you want to we go all into it man. Well, we, we, we we can we can um but the the my, my feeling is that god i wish i i wish i had this awareness and and drive and inspiration to create this platform and the technology before that had happened because if there was one thing that could have shifted the the course of humanity during this period is self-awareness and being able to understand who who they are what they're here to do but then to be able to know what is actually true for them so i'm sure that a lot many people hadn't had had they understood their own human design let's and, and been presented with the opportunity to inject a poison into themselves they probably would have had a more of a uh intuitive or gut instinct just to say no this is not right for me and, and, and that's why i love human design is because one of the, the strongest one of the best things about it is it helps people to really actually make decisions now it can make things more complicated in my case where it's intuitive but if your gut if your decision making process is your gut or your or your ego or your or your feelings then then it's quite Clear, your body sends quite clear messages to, to be able to help you to make the decisions. Uh, and what what good we could have done if more people were just they just knew, you know. Um, but that's hindsight, and maybe that wasn't the divine plan, you know. We'll, we'll have it for the next. We'll have it for the next pandemic. Well, <laughs> we're working on that. We're working. <laughs> We're working on that, yeah. I'm, I'm steadily, slowly but surely acquiring a, a user base uh, with a, enough momentum to, to hopefully shift some something in the future for humanity. You know. Let me let me ask you this: When you <clears throat> is human design spiritual in nature for you? Like, how do you do you see it as a spiritual component? Well, this yeah, that's a great that's a great question, George. Um, and I've been I've been really contemplating it because yesterday I had dinner with four really amazing people but they're they're really devout christian catholic mm, christians nice and obviously human design incorporates an element of astrology and ayurvedic yeah. teachings and, and the hindu hindu system the chakra system etc uh and there are certain christians that would would automatically um label human design as as demonic or or something from the devil and i and i sometimes ask myself the same question because i am i am i am inherently i would say of christian belief and i see i see christianity more as met, metaphorical than quite whereas many people see it as literal and i think that's the the challenge with christianity and christians is the two too, too often people see it as literal and therefore they don't fully embrace what it's trying to teach mm -hmm. um 
but anyway, so they they came they came to they came to we, this the topic came up last night of of human design and and astrology and astrology's role in Christianity for for example, I had a I had a whole fifteen minute lecture about the the, the about Jesus Christ and how Jesus was the only truth and Jesus and, and I, <clears throat> this could be a I don't know what your audience is because this is a sensitive discussion. Um, but uh, the, the way I, I, I keep, I ask myself this question, George, because I want to make sure that whatever I create in the world is is aligned with God. However, you define God and how you understand God. For me, good for me, for me, God is the is 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 everything. Um, but everything reacts to our intentions and our and, and to our, our thoughts and our ideas. And so, so. I was I was meant to make sure that that when I'm manifesting this platform and it's truly manifesting because we're we're eight and a half thousand members now or, or nearly nine thousand, um, which is not a huge amount but it's it's just the beginning and and we have a team of twenty really amazing volunteers that are helping with the project including Anya, yeah. and we're 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 steadily slowly but surely manifesting a community and, and a tool that's going to be very powerful in the world and i, I want to make sure that i'm doing something that i'm not doing the devil's work <laughs> you know i want to i want to make sure i want to make sure that i'm i'm contributing something that that empowers people not not to, to be evil but to just just to accept and love themselves uh, and to te teach other people to accept and love yourselves because i'm sure you'll you'll you, you seem like a a, a conscious high vibrational loving interesting person that, that that's done the work so I, I can make the i'll make the assumption that that you would agree that the the most peaceful thing that we can find within ourselves is self-acceptance and self-love mm. as soon as we stop giving a shit what other people think about us and we realize yeah. that we're not perfect it helps us to it helps us to really find peace and how are we going to have peace on this earth is is if if individually we are at peace right yeah. yeah so 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 if you ask the question is human design spiritual for me yeah of course it's spiritual for me it's almost it almost feels like it was god's map it's almost mm -hmm. feels like it's a combination like the, all the different systems that have come come from the the history for example astrology astrology is actually mentioned in the bible I, I was I, I've been hurt today from my thumb. Astrology yeah. astrology is actually mentioned mentioned in the Bible. Somebody somebody explained it to me. It's really it's really it's been kind of like glossed over and, and re reiterated in, in modern versions of Christianity. But yeah. the, the original Juda, Judaism Judaistic perspective of Christianity did include astrology. I think it's Mazara or something was the name that the late that, that I was I was told. Um, so, so I, th I feel like all of the like uh, Hindu, the chakra system, the Hindu Hindu chakra mm. system, Ayurvedic philosophy, um, astrology, all of these things are are here and there, and they were they were all divinely channeled into the world by not but not by evil dictators. They were channeled into they were channeled into the world by very peaceful beings in most cases. For example, Buddhism, Buddha. Mm. Um, and who do I want to be? Who do I want to? Who do I want to res worship, respect, and adore? Is it do I want to worship somebody that, that do I want to worship an ideology that that is is kind of punishing me for not 
being perfect or do i want to worship an ideology that just that believes that encourages inner peace and um and so on but i, I said yeah i did sorry i've gone on a little bit of a tangent there but to, to answer your to answer your question yeah it's deeply spiritual and it's almost like all of these systems have to come together to help us to all come to this point in, in history where um we were going to go through this transition page we were going to go through this this cycle now at least we have a bit of a blueprint on to how to enable the people that will carry us through this process does that make sense that's so yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, it, I love it because I, yeah. spirituality is, it's such a broad topic, but I think it's something that most people share. They just have different words for it. You know, you, you call it the universe or Allah or Muhammad or Buddha or God or Jesus or you know, whatever, wherever you were born sort of dictates the ideology with which you worship under. And what I, what I find fascinating about one of the things I find fascinating about intelligent design, human design is that, you know, you do have these sort of maps that look at astrology, that look at the chakra system, but isn't it interesting how we look to the planets, but we also look inside ourselves, outer space and inner space are pretty similar. And when it, when you think about the magnitude of space, like, wow, look up at the stars, you just see, the magnitude out there but then you start looking at the gates at your chart and you're like wow look at the magnitude inside of me like think about all these relationships that are almost infinite the way i make decisions the way yeah. that my decision ripples outwards and has an effect on all my relationships from you know from south africa to singapore from new york to hawaii like you can make real changes on the planet by fundamentally changing the way you interact in your environment that's it's almost as grand as space in some way so it's like it's just this giant magnitude it is but that it comes from that, that inner awareness and an understanding yeah. of who, who you are and not trying to be on the on the outside not mm -hmm. trying to be be yeah so so and i i i completely agree with you um yeah and i i feel that um i, I don't know i used to be a conspiracy theorist yeah awesome i That's am awesome, to, man. to a certain extent well what's wrong with nothing, why is conspiracy a pejorative like, well, the, the, word? there's nothing there's nothing wrong with it per se um but what i've realized in this last year or two is that by giving it the attention it actually is, is is feeding into the the same kind of fear lower vibrational energy mm. um so whilst i acknowledge that there is most certainly a, an evil an evil conspiracy in some way on this planet to, to there's probably tons of them there's loads everywhere all, all the time you know yeah. and they're all they are very fascinating and, and i and i i would i would always i would never begrudge somebody that that was going through that phase of of um research and, and, and understanding but I've, i kind of reached a place where i kind of uh, just accept everything right, right. you know it's just yes, like okay this is just how it is um yeah. So, so I can't I can't really control anything, but I can control with how I show up in the world, and yes. I can control with what I create from that from that place, right? Yeah. Emotions. So, so yeah, I'm sure a lot of your audience will agree. Uh, you know, it's, it's where your energy goes is where your where your attention goes is where your energy flows. Whatever you're thinking about, whether you're like, what's fascinating to me is that. I could bring in two people 
and one could be say like a Trump fan and one could be a Biden fan. And if you did, yeah. if you didn't say who you were talking about, they would sound exactly the same. They'd be like this guy is going to kill us. This guy is going to do- <laughs> just listen to them. They sound exactly the same, but one wears red and one wears blue. But I think you people have to go through these stages, whether they're an activist or they're a, you know, a conspiracy, whatever, whatever label you want to put on people. I think all of that is necessary. Like everybody has to figure it out for themselves. And there's different phases you go through and different things that you see that are real to you. And there's nothing right. wrong with that. As long as you're investigating and learning what, whatever path you take to get to your truth, so be it. Like I, who are we to judge those people on some level? I, I agree. I agree entirely because I've been we've been one of those yes. people. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. I haven't done. I haven't explained this in a while. I can't remember where I where I learned it or where where it came into my consciousness. But there was this this ideology of of the pyramid of consciousness. So where at the bottom of the pyramid is mm-hmm. the is is base consciousness, where you think you're still kind of skin and bones, and then there's a the next level of consciousness where you realize there's more to life than than the physical realm, and there's a bit this there's a there's a spiritual realm and then there's the next stage where you realize how fucked up everything is and everything is everything's completely wrong and everything's inverted and we've been living a lie and and like everything's totally not what we say it is Mm -hmm. and then there's the next stage in the pyramid where i think that a lot of people are getting to and this is what's exciting about this time in history because i'm all for humanity i love humanity i I, you know i don't i i i I want like uh, with human design I, i didn't I want to make it more accessible, not because I want to reduce the population. I want to make it more acceptable, accessible, so that people can people can just be who they are. Because as soon yeah. as you start being who you are, you don't actually need to consume and all that kind of stuff, and and everything would work in a lot more harmony. But anyway, um, I lost my train of thought there. Where did I? You talk about the conscious, the pyramid of consciousness. Oh, the pyramid of consciousness. So, okay, so most people, what this is exciting because most people, most people, we've gone through the pandemic was such a great ex- yeah. experience. Most people were in base consciousness, mm-hmm. and then spirituality came into question when we started facing death in base consciousness. When you're when you're faced with death and you're faced with the proposition of oh, you could get this virus or you could die from this vaccine. Uh, or whatever um uh, and then that starts to that is what that's kind of the bridge of of spirituality when you have those near de- near death experiences you start to ask like is there more to life yeah. and then the next stage is the the um awareness of how fucked up everything is and then the next stage is when you start to try to fight against it you're like oh my god you start telling all your friends you're posting you become the unpopular person you're posting on like you know everybody hates you because you're talking you're 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 talking truth and they don't want to face the truth and um and and then you go through that stage and then there's a a final point and, and maybe this in between but there's a final point where i feel i've got in in my personal life is when you you just get you transcend that and you realize that everything is perfect Hmm. everything even the pandemic as much as it's evil and it's brought so many problems into the world and it it continuously does with some that we could i wouldn't like as a projector i can see the whole i can see the whole the whole the whole picture and and it's 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 like we we could um, these these things that the evil that's happening in the world to some to some extent the perfection of the universe is the yin and the yang is that hopefully in the next generation or two because we're so fucked up and we're so traumatized and we're going through all this hell that that those that do make it into this new paradigm that that's kind of unfolding will 
probably in essence be be more conscious but what's what's a little bit terrifying about that and I, I sometimes i question again my own ideology around that is that klaus schwab was actually the son of a nazi <laughs> And if you read, if you read, uh, if you read, uh, what's this book? Um, I forget this book. Uh, what's it called? Klaus Schwab's book. Oh, The Great Reset. Oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, did, I didn't read the whole thing because he is Dr. Evil after all. But I did read, I did read the first, the first couple of um, paragraphs or the first couple of chapters. And, and it's very interesting because he is at the very beginning of the book. You don't even need to go into the depths of his plan. He, he openly ex explains that this whole experience, this whole process has been ushered in to, no, no, sorry, has been brought about to usher in a new age of enlightenment. So this, the, the, there's been a conscious effort at the top of, of, of the, of the evil pyramid um, and don't don't get me wrong. I would do it totally different if I had a I, if if I was uh, Doctor Evil. I would be doing, doing you know I would be dish, I, I think I'd be making mandatory personal development you know and stuff like that. But um, yeah, yeah anyway. it's interesting when I, when I think of the you know I remember the the um, that video that came out that was like you will own nothing and be happy. You yeah, know, like, that sounds great, right? <laughs> Like in the beginning, yeah. I was horrified by it, but the more yeah. that I realized, like, you know what? How happy would you be if you let go of all the crap that you think you need? Like, oh, the more stuff sure. you let go of, like, the more free you are. Maybe, oh, it's a, yeah, maybe if you own nothing, maybe you would be happy. You know, maybe well, that's the problem. It's coming back, coming back to the to the dog. But yeah, no, I have. I my, I'm sure you're probably the same. But I have my most of my belongings fit into one into one bag and i'm thinking god that sounds that sounds great i would love to maybe i can just borrow somebody's house when i need a house <laughs> you know it just seems it seems a lot less stressful than than things um but you know there's, there's we have to be careful because unfortunately these people these people as much as um the, the root the all good intentions re lead to hell as they say or, or pass to all what's the phrase the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. So so we have to be very <laughs> conscious. Yeah, we have to be conscious. And that's what that's why I always ask myself with humandesign.ai, yeah. is it something that's net positive? Yeah. Is it something, you know? Uh, yeah. when I think so, of the yeah. symbol, when I think of the yeah. symbol, the yin and the yang, which you were talking about. Yeah. Like I, I don't think any one group thoroughly has enough power to make an evil plan follow through like if you just think about the symbol of the yin and the yang and the spark of chaos inside the light and the light inside the chaos and it's moving in this circle like and like you said maybe it's all necessary like maybe there has to be these waves of dread that that cause people or cause the next generation to be changed in a way which will cause the bigger picture to roll out in a way that's possible like we have such a small lifespan like we think that 100 years is a long time but it's a blink of an eye in eternity it's a it's barely a season you know and and for us to think that we're going to be here for the apocalypse is so arrogant like we're all going to have our own apocalypse we're all going to be well, at the front of our own death but to be here yeah. when the world dies i don't know man that's pretty uh, big I would, I would, I would argue that we are well and truly into the apocalypse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I don't think, I don't think the apocalypse is going to be a big fiery burning 
Yes, I think I think I think the the apocalypse is is just the as as that's the unveiling, isn't it? It's the unveiling. Yeah, of, I like that. And it and it all depends on how you've been living your life and the mm. karma that you have. And that's what's so amazing is that we a lot of people look at the like the elites. Like oh, I hate that word. The elites. It is such a horrible word for the for, that, for the people that you're describing. They're not <laughs> they're not elites. That's no. not they're, like they're not elites. No. But anyway, um, so the the elites. Uh, they, 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 people think, oh, because they've got hundreds of millions of dollars and they've got these big houses and they're, they're treated like VIPs and lots of people follow around them. They think that they're living a, a, a great life and this is this is something to aspire to. But truly, if you if you if, if we if you really understand inner peace and, and joy and contentment, then the living the way that, for example, Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden, if he is even a the Joe Biden anymore, is questionable. But living, <laughs> living, living. Uh, Living the way that they live, they're living in pure hell. Look at their families. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? Look at yeah, their look families. At... Like, what if that was your family? And like, like Joe Biden. I think a family, while mm. may not, it may you may not have control over what your kids do or, or how your parents are, but maybe how you solve problems as a family is a pretty good barometer of the kind of person you are. Like, look at their families. Like, they're disgusting. They're yeah. they're, 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 they're rotted from the inside out. Like, that they, is corruption out of the head. But it's, it's, it's almost, um, it's multidimensional. Um, but it, it's, it's almost that um, it's the karma of the collective to receive that kind of experience, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's almost like the powers that be is it is it they, they they know that Joe Biden is so so unbelievably corrupt and and borderline, you just yeah. everything yeah yeah but it's 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 like well you you get you get you reap what you sow we we yeah. all reap what we sow, um, but I I'm starting to realize that there there is uh, whilst this is the end of the world for. Uh, a lot of people that have reaped what they're sold um, in this lifetime, whether it's on a macro or a, or a, a, a macro scale or a, or a global scale, like for for example, like Bill Gates, you know, Bill Bill Gates, he he thinks, he, you know, can you imagine being him? Can you imagine that he's he, yeah, he, he maybe has his fancy life and he gets chauffeured around and he flies around and he's great, but he can't do the simplest of things. In life anymore you can't go to play you can't go out in public without we can't go and get a, a cup of tea and just watch people and you know and, and enjoy those things um and some some might argue well that would i would sacrifice those things for great wealth mm -hmm. but you would but you're not really gonna truly be happy so in in some in in some cases the, the beauty and the perfection of this whole experience is that everybody is getting their their right they're right. They're right. And what I what I love really the most, and one one thing that really I love about the human design community and having people participating in our community, is that nine times out of ten, people that have discovered human human design, or even people that are actually doing the inner work, they have come from some kind of trauma or some kind of negative experience that has pushed them to want to heal and help others. And to inspire others and to lead others, right? Yeah, that's a that's a fair, and, and it's human design in particular. Um, so, so we, we as, as I, I truly believe that if you've if you've done if we've done the work on ourselves, 
and we are our intentions are to be of service to others and to be and to be kind and to inspire and, and do that work then this is not the end of the world this is this is just the beginning yeah it Does seems to me to, yeah it does I, I i like to think of it as a metamorphosis on some level yeah, yeah. right I, I don't think we have the language to describe what's happening maybe we don't have the consciousness to understand what's happening but yeah I, I agree i think that the old paradigm is dying and you know maybe to some people the i don't know i, I through my life experience has taught me that the traumas that happen to you tend to be the greatest lessons that you learn from and it's weird to think about like it's weird to think about like wow your your child dying is a good thing it's not necessarily that it's a good thing but there's yeah. a lot that you can learn in there and you don't yeah. want it to happen and obviously you would never choose it to happen if it was no. in this life and you were with somebody you love like no one wants that to happen but circumstances don't make a man they reveal him and sometimes yes, yes. these things revealed we need to be revealed to ourselves yes which is which i think there's the perfection of the, the whole experience that we've been through over these last mm -hmm. years is because it really revealed people's true yeah. nature yeah. and it's, it's it's still to this day shocking just how evil and uh, people uh, many people actually are in this world um but on on the contrary it's also really amazing how many people are are really amazing you know so yeah. um and with the the, the hope and the I, I have is that over over time um all the people that have been completely traumatized will start looking towards who, learning who they are uh and their content and the content like yours and con and, and anybody you know just i mean because I, I could I, I did have a look at your youtube channel and i saw i saw what this the kind of stuff and this was there so I, I, and I, I i see what you've been creating and it's like we're you know we're we're uh, <laughs> It takes a certain kind of person to really get it, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I'm up to I'm optimistic for I'm optimistic for for the planet. I'm optimistic for humanity. It's just going to be a tough period, you know. What do you think when you look at human design? On mm. some level, I, I think that what we're facing is a epidemic of fear. Like people act out in, in ways that are panic. People act out in ways that are e that seem to be evil or people act out in ways that are different when they're fearful. And it seems the human design, at least for me on some level, allows me to understand why I think the way I do. And that can be an antidote for fear. So I'm wondering, what do you think is the relationship between human design and fear? Well, that, that, again, that's a really great question, George um thank you i appreciate it um well well f fear is is usually the unknown it's fear mm -hmm. is 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 have the lack of control yeah right yeah um but in my in my experience with with human design the more i understand my own authority and understand who i am uh, and just take for example one aspect of of a chart so uh, for I'll, I'll make it real simple for newbies and for people to understand human design. But in, in the human design chart, there's the G center, the identity center, mm -hmm. which is like uh, the diamond in the okay. middle. I think it's a diamond. It's underneath your throat, and it's in it's in, it's in the middle. Um, and people with with that colored in, they have a defined identity. And people with that uncolored in or opened up um, have a, an open, an undefined identity. But what happens when you have an undefined identity is you don't know exactly where you're going 
with it with it with a defined identity you kind of have this awareness this is who i am this is what i'm working on this is what i want you know with an with an undefined um identity you don't actually know who you are and you don't actually know which direction you're going in but it wasn't until human design enlightened me to that the fact that i have an open i have an open g did i suddenly stop trying to figure out where i was going i stopped i stopped needing to know what was coming next and i started to surrender into the idea that that i would be guided and shown mm-hmm. uh, and once you start to get once we start to get in in church, into that place of trust and we know that we're we're protected and we're watched and we're guided and we're shown and we allow life to kind of uh show us the direction and i don't know if you're familiar is it non-action is it non-action is it, is it no it's not taoism taoism maybe taoist da, philosophy there's non-action where you where you, you live every every moment where you don't actually take any action to the things that you desire mm-hmm. you allow those things to come to you in that energy of non-action um well i've, I've realized that that um well those things all of those things combined with with non-action and surrendering into knowing that we're going to be guided uh, you don't actually have that much to fear because you're always taken to the right place. And the fear always seems to come from, um, but that's easy for me to say because I'm, I'm, I'm quite far down, <laughs> down the path of, of, you know, it's always, it's always easy for the people that have done the work to, to say mm. this, you know, um, but that's, 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 it's, it's, it's just the lack of, uh, lack of trust really yeah. um, and human design just allows you to really understand who you are and what you what your purpose might be and then figure out how to get to in alignment with that and when you're in alignment you don't really have to fear anything because everything starts unfolding you start you can still attract wealth you can still attract abundance you can still attract the right kinds of people because you know how to yeah it's, yeah so i hope that answers your question it's a tough, tough question to, it is it's a real yeah. tough question and I like what you said about trust because I, I think that so many of us mm. have a problem trusting that we're doing the right thing. You know, we've been conditioned to think about success as a form of safety. And safety yeah. is the antithesis of uncertainty because with uncertainty, you'll never know if you're safe. So how, you know, those two things are at odds with each other. And so like this, this starts to begin this whirlwind of, well, how can I trust that I'll be okay? You just have to believe it. Like you just have to know it because if you don't know what you're either going to get trapped in the future, which is anxiety or trapped in the past. And you're forgetting to live the most important part of your life, which is right now. Like there's no problems right now. You and I have a conversation. Yeah. It'll continue to work out this way, you know? Well, that, that's that's a that's a great point, George. And and um, coming back to and from a from a financial abundance mm, yeah. perspective, because a lot of fear is is rooted in yeah. not having not having enough um, and lack. Uh, and I, I for, for what I the, the thing that took me the longest to figure out, <laughs> but I finally have really gotten a grasp of it. Um, was the, the question and the idea is like, have you, like, let's say, for example, you're a, uh, somebody that's really struggling financially and you don't know how you're going to be able to, to pay your bills 
and you're worried about that you're going to be homeless and you've got all this fear about like what's going to happen in the future, particularly, which is probably happening all over the world right now, particularly in the yeah. West. When you're living in that perpetual state of, of fear and anxiety, then all you're going to keep creating is more fear and anxiety. And it, it comes back to, um, well, let me ask myself the question, two questions. One, have I ever run out of money? Have I ever truly run out? Have I ever truly not had enough? And the answer is always, well, no, because I would be dead. I would still here. I'm, I'm still going. So I've mm -hmm. always had enough, right? So, yeah. okay, we can we can surrender into that. We can yeah. trust that that That's truth. This. Um, and and the second the second the second question is, in this very moment, not the future, not the past, but in this very very moment, do I have enough? And most most of the time, unless you're completely and utterly fucked, excuse my French, but on unless you're totally the, the um, I can't afford a bus fare kind of situation, usually you're you're you are actually more you actually have more than enough. Yeah. You have you have like as long as you like for example, even if you only have fifty dollars, but you know you had lunch and you had somewhere to live and you had you had uh, you had dinner and everything was going to be fine. You're actually in that moment have abundance you have more than enough yeah, yeah. right so so, so if we continuously practice that awareness um then in actual fact that that is ultimately what manifests the 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 abundance and the, and, and the wealth and people are like, oh fuck that you know the new new age <laughs> kind of manifestation abundance kind of stuff and uh, like uh, youtube's been giving me all these ever since i started questioning human design and christianity youtube keeps giving me videos about um the new age the new yeah. age scam and all this kind of stuff and i've been i've been listening to listening to a lot of their points of view and and jesus is the only truth and <laughs> jesus uh, and I, I can't help but feel that it's that well I think there's actually truth in all in all of them, um, yep. you know. Yeah, I do. Right. So, I'm not sure where I was going with that, but yeah. One thing that I found too is that I'm almost 50 now, and okay. I, I spent a lot of time, you know, doing what I thought was the right thing to do, and I, I'm I worked really hard, and I'm proud of what I've built, and I'm proud of what I had. But I got to a point in my life where, you know. I wasn't happy getting up and going to work and the pandemic was a real wake up call for me, you know, and I, yeah. I, I would work like 70, 75 hours a week as a truck driver and just like, I, I just don't have enough. Like I, I'm never home. You know, if I could just make a little bit more money then I could go on vacation then I could get a car, that's not a total piece of shit. And you know, then I'll probably be happy, you know, yeah. and like it's on some level, it's almost like an illness, this, this desire to be attached to the word more. And what I learned is that the more money I made on some level, it took away from the things that were really important in my life. And an example of that is I was never home. Like I didn't help my daughter with my homework. My wife was, she was working, she was paying the bills, she was doing everything at home and I would just be out working. So mm. what kind of life is that? Like, would you rather, and my question to myself was like, would you rather make an additional $20,000 and work an additional 20 hours a week on top of the 70 you're already working? Or would you rather make, would you rather leave that job and move home 
and, and be with your family all the time. And maybe that doesn't yeah. have to be either or, but for me it was. It was like, you know what? I can't do it anymore. Like I've tried yeah. everything. I've tried to make as much as possible. And the more harder I try to do it, the shittier my life is. The more that I see I'm missing on. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it anymore. Let me try this other way. And yeah. it, it's hard. It's very difficult to, to break the conditioning that success is money. But it's not. That's bullshit. Success is not money. Success is having people in your life that love you. Success yeah. is having a roof over your head maybe. Maybe having a little bit of food in the fridge. But being there in the present moment with the people you love, that is wealth. And people that in the Western world, like I know tons of people that have like a $500,000 house. But they don't own it. They're like they're yeah. like $100,000 in debt. Like, is that yeah. person in abundance or is that person in debt? That person's in debt. Like, the way to yeah. be have abundance is to try to get out of debt. But you can never do that when you're trying to buy more and more and more. It's like this giant illusion in front of you and it's trapping you deeper and deeper and deeper. In the Western world, we're trapped in on this. You know, you know what the symbol of the Western world should be? The treadmill. There should be flags with treadmills because no one goes anywhere. They're just running in place, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's one of the reasons I, I I can't I can't be there my myself because um, I'd love to go home and see my family. I'd love to be in Scotland, but it's just not. So I can't I can't, I can't really. Right now. Why can't you? Like, what, what is it? Is it um, that mentality, or maybe you could speak to that? The, like, is that what made you leave? It's the yeah, it's 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 well, it's the dog. <laughs> Mainly, but, <laughs> come back to the dog. Um, but no, it, it's yeah, it. I could cope with it. I, I I could cope with it, and I could be there, and I'm sure it would be very very beneficial to be there for myself and for the people there. Sure. And at some point in time, I I will go back. Um, but in this in this moment in time, it's it's like I'm, I'm kind of choosing to make a. A sacrifice, and that, that's coming back to what you're saying about the work, because it's the same. I'm like I miss like you, but I trade my what? Why am I? Why am I doing this? Like, why, <laughs> I should yeah. just be home with my mom, you know. And like I should be home with my my grandmother. Um, and it's also a question that I ask myself. But then I, I I sometimes I sometimes wonder: Is like, am I just fighting the modern day war? Am I just on the modern day battlefield? Of like okay, I could I my I would love to be there with my mum, but there isn't much going on in Scotland. It's a very boring, it's a very conservative, boring place. Um, whereas in where I'm at right now, I can I can minimize my expenses. I and my, yeah. my life consists of surfing and yoga and meditation and Beautiful. chilling, and it's, it's and, and but but not because I'm doing that to be selfish, but because I'm doing that because I have to. In a sense that if I can if I can create something that that um, is going to change people's lives and contribute karmatically in my lifetime, then I guess that's that's is valuable. But it's, it comes at a massive expense, uh, not being able to be close to my to my mom, for yeah. example. I don't know if you still have your if your mom's still around, yeah. but is she still around? Yeah, she is. Yes, so, so and she's probably quite close to you, I guess. No, I'm in Hawaii, right? and my par my mom is in the mainland. And my oh, dad so is in the mainland. So you'll know what I mean. All it's alone the, over here. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, so yeah. you know this. It's that feeling, right? Yeah. Um, so we're kind of. It's, it's almost like we're. This is the third. The third world war is not a big nuclear war like everybody is. Uh, kind of being programmed to expect, but it's it's a war on our souls. It's a war on our spirits. It's a it's a war on our freedom. It's a war on our happiness. It's a war. It's about crushing us so that so that certain people can can maintain their their 
their control but ultimately we know that's not going to work right. they know that's not going to work um but they're going to keep going at it for as long as we can and then as long as they can <laughs> sorry so Freudian slip no i don't <laughs> was that sorry was a Freudian slip. i wouldn't be a very good politician um so we can keep go they can keep going like as long as as they they, they can um but uh, there are people like me you um and others that are dedicating our lives to work to to bring other people into awareness into consciousness to to help people to see um so that they're not sucked up into this yeah. uh this, this plan you know yeah. um and from that perspective i feel like well we have to do that we're, we're, we're fighting that battle for humanity on our own macro scale yeah we're, we're you know then i'm sure if i asked my gran who I know is the most loving, she's the most loving, amazing human being right now. She's, she's not doing great because of, I, I would say from my prognosis, something to do probably with the fact that she's had four COVID, <laughs> COVID vaccines, but we, you know, it just, it, that, that's up to her debate, but she's not, she's not doing, she's not doing great. And, uh, but I know that for, one of the reasons that I haven't, I don't rush back to go and be by her side. Cause I know like if I talk to her in my soul and I ask her, I say, Gran, um, what would you rather in this moment in time? Would you rather I was there holding your hand and 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 being by your side and and comforting you during this period of time, or would you rather that I was doing the work that I have to do for, for my soul, for my purpose? Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure that she's gonna. I know which one she's gonna. Option she's B gonna, for sure. Right. So, but there's always it's the yin and the yang and everything, isn't it? There's, like a, a no every every cloud has a silver lining but yeah. you, know, you know what i mean i do know what you mean so yeah i hope that's been an insightful yeah do you think there's any like ethical considerations that arise when blending human inspiration with ai algorithms and self-development um absolutely uh absolutely 100 percent um there's ethical considerations. There's lots of ethical considerations. <laughs> as, a, as an ethical person, I, 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 I'm not like Mark Mark Creeperberg. They can go and what what hundred thousand children went missing because of Instagram. Oh, let me. Well, we just built tools, sir. You know, I, <laughs> I I'm never gonna be. I'm never gonna be like that. You know, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't just sweep hundred thousand people's lives under the carpet for the sake of of, of uh, building a business and in the way that mark zuckerberg did so clearly recently i don't know if you know what i'm talking about you know his latest hearing did you hear about that i i saw but what, i'm not exactly sure what happened i, I saw well, so, 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 so basically what what happened and, and this was that the all of the social media people were called up in uh, in congress i guess or whatever it is mm -hmm um to to discuss the issue of missing children because of their platforms uh and the, they had parents of people that had been abducted from have been abducted because of facebook and because of instagram sitting in the audience and the the senator i forget who it was i think it was ron paul maybe i'm wrong um the senator was was talking to mark zuckerberg and saying do you do you really do you take any responsibility for the fact that there's been so many people that have been abducted and murdered because of 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 instagram and he says well sir we just build tools we just build tools how people use those tools is not our is not our concern 
Um, that was, that was his mindset, probably. Not probably not as I've told probably is I'm probably that that little smidgen of soul he's got left in there. If there is anything in there, well, would have probably been like, nah, that's not really how I. That's not really how he feels. But right. with his with his position with investors and and mm. the pressure that he's under, he has to, and, and lawyers and so on, he has to just say whatever the lawyers are gonna tell him to say, and he right. can't admit liability because if he admits liability. If, then he's going to be up shit's, right. shit's creep. But my, 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 I, I, that's not as a, as an individual, I, I, I have maintained, I like to think at least 95% of my soul. And I, I would like to, I would like to make sure that moving forward, a hundred percent. Sorry. That was a, that was a joke by the way, <laughs> but you know, I don't know. I would like to moving forward. I'd like to make sure that whatever we do, um, never, never becomes, uh, something that that is going to be dangerous and harmful um so the ethical aspects of integrating ai with human design i um i feel like because of human design's nature as a system it can be digested and regurgitated as a system um but if you if, if for example we were you were asking me the question like as i've actually registered the domain name uh, confess bot okay. <laughs> So confess, but and also tarot bot, I, I considered as well. But then I, I realized that with those concepts, tarot and con, con, tarot bot, tarot bot, um, the issue is that you're 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 fucking with people's destiny. Mm. Excuse my French. Um, yeah. it's, it's really that. It's really that. Sorry, that's not professional, but that's, 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 how, right. we, that's how we roll at HDAI. Um, <laughs> uh, so I realized that, that that's that's messing with people's destiny. Whereas whereas what we're doing with humandesign.ai, um, the chatbot doesn't in itself tell people how to live their life. It just reminds them what the system is 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 encouraging them to to, to follow. But it, it allows them, it gives them the tools to be able to use their own intuition and their own or their own gut or their own feelings to be able to make the decisions that actually affect their lives. So we don't, from an ethical perspective, I don't want AI to make decisions for your life. I want AI, we want to use the AI to help you to make the decisions for yourself so you don't rely on AI to make decisions, you know? Yeah. We're, that's, yeah. Um, that answers your questions. <laughs> totally. It's interesting that you bring up the idea of, like, have you given thought to the idea that, like, let's say next year at this time, instead of mm. having like 8,000, you have 800,000 or you have 8 million. Imagine having not only the, your, not only the, your dreams come true, but exceed all possible thoughts that you thought were possible and imagine like the money that comes in from different sponsors and stuff like that it would be almost impossible to not to be responsible for for all of the things that would happen like, there would be tons of people that would be like you know because of this i read my human design chart and i had this ai thing and then like that that caused me to do this thing with my kid like that would be it would it would be impossible, right? Like that kind of stuff would happen at a certain level, don't you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great that's a great point. Um, so from a from a data perspective, so from a data perspective, we um, I'm very data. I, I, I'm, 
not no no ironically i'm not although we have a lot of data i'm not data driven <laughs> but i'm i'm data conscious yeah. so 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 for it's it's been very important to me since the offset of this platform that whoever gives their data to us that mm. i will i will guard it with my own integrity and my own my own um ideology in a sense that that we will never sell people's data we're not using it to to manipulate them we're not we're not doing anything we're just using the data if we, we're, we're not even really using the data at this stage we will probably use the data more comprehensively in in time uh, and those those ethical questions and like will will i be able to maintain the pressure of the the external forces I, I i feel that i've been very without going into too much detail and, and without we don't have to go into my my books and the whole process leading up to this yeah i, f I feel like I've, I've been very blessed with um experiences in in my life that will own that that are so strong and so powerful that, that they, they will only allow me to operate in a way that i can i, I will live in, in integrity because um to a certain extent and i've not been it's not it wasn't that bad but to a certain extent i've been to hell and i don't want to go back does that make sense i want to live uh, I, 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 right now in my life even having a platform with eight and a half thousand members and growing and people like so many things yeah. to deal with i still feel a persistent state of peace um, and calmness uh, and no anxiety and no stress and yeah uh, and, and and if I, I really feel that the only reason that I can do that is the if I maintain that is by maintaining my my integrity, but mm -hmm. you know time will tell. Like this is this is also the this is the pand maybe I'm opening a Pandora Pandora's box and I'm going to be uh, banished to a lifetime of of fiery hell because I. <laughs> <laughs> introduce oh, the dark you. arts <laughs> these are contemplations though george you know these are yeah. these are really you know well they should be <laughs> i mean like there's a real possibility like i, I think that when people begin to create yeah. especially when people begin really believing in what they can do like there be, there comes a test you know how far can you go like when you begin creating something and the thing that you create begins creating abundance for other people like the, the yeah. unintended consequences that come with that are unknowable you know and and when something grows so big so fast and it's so miraculous it can't help but have a dark underside to it i mean that's just the nature of the world and we don't know what that is and how we react to it we don't know until we're there but well I, yeah yeah our biggest my biggest concern as an individual um, to touch on that, George is is yeah. the is the government. Um, so I'm, I've seen. I feel like I've been given somewhat of a, a green pass thus far to, mm. to 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 develop this project. I even had support from Microsoft and had support from kind of the local government in the in the UK. Um, but I think that's because they don't really fully understand the the, <laughs> the potential of. of yeah of what it is that we're, we're, we're creating. But in time, that might be become apparent to them, particularly as the community grows. And it's something that I've often, I've often pondered upon uh, and what the repercussions of that and, and what um, influence that government and governmental and, and commercial interests will have, will have when we have such a massive data set, because we do have a very particular data set. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's that's something that that does need to be taken into consideration. But I'm, 
I mean, as a, I, I, I don't, I, I know it's words are words, actions, and our actions are more powerful than words. But as it stands, we are we are in the process of negotiating a, a financial backer for the project. But the reason it's taken such a long term to long time to to find that financial backer is because from the very offset, it was very important for me to work with somebody that had the right heart and rather the right soul and the right intentions. So we, we will we will raise investment from conscious conscious investors um, with good intentions with with a with a good heart. Um, and as part of the, the 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 deal to to do that, if if that whole thing goes ahead, is that the the data will be stored in 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 a I can't I don't know exactly how they've explained it to me, <laughs> but to to summarize it, it, it means that the the day the day everybody's data will be will be highly protected and, and owned by them. So so we we're kind of building those fundamentals into the platform from the offset, with the idea that when it gets to that point where we have so much control and so much power, um, that's going to be inherently built into the system, so that I'm not part of that. I'd really like to remove myself as soon as possible from the equation, George. Uh, really, yeah. like as, as soon as possible, and we're working towards that. The, the team right now, everybody's finding their feet, but eventually, we will have other, the, the business will be entirely independent of me and my job, my my role from that point in time, George, is just to, to just to be of as kind and as abundant and to be of service to as many people as possible, and to lead the lead the integrity and the vision of the company. Um, and, and trust that that whatever I've created is is for the great good, and I'm not being led by demonic <laughs> demonic spirits. You know, there's always a, so so. And if I ever feel that's the thing, if I ever feel like it's becoming something that is not good, and is is, and I will always be reflecting on it for the entirety. Then I'll I'll just I'll find a way to we'll find a way to stop it. You know, we want. We have to make the joke on the group calls. You know, it's like, well, what are we doing? What happens if the AI becomes self-sufficient, and then five years down the line, you've got a voice that pops up in your head, is like, you're not following your strategy. <laughs> 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 you must follow your strategy. <laughs> Shit! Did I create that? You know, like, uh, yeah. but. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think. I don't think we have to worry too much about it going too mainstream because, unfortunately, it's it's beyond most people. But uh, we don't have to be mainstream to have real effect on the world. Yeah, you, know? you really don't. You you need to have. I don't know what anybody really needs to have, but it, the the power of spirituality is a force that can have real recourse in the world and it doesn't take a large number you know it, it it just takes a small sect of believers to make change you know and, mm -hmm. and throughout the world whether you read philip k dick novels or whether you look back at the homeric verses or wherever you look in history or even in fiction or in anywhere like you can see a religious or spiritual foundation as a catalyst for change and i can't help but look at human design and see that spiritual nature and, you know if you if you listen to some of the 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 harmony or the songs that are coming out of different parts of the world or 
the stories that are written, you know, you hear this echo of a world religion that's coming about. And in some ways, I think human design fits that bill. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? It kind of, it's an internal yeah. look inside and it's a spiritual thing that everybody can be part of. And like, what do you think about human design as a, as a world religion? Well, that's a, that's a question, George. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah when it translates into, into AI. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a, that's a good question. Um, hmm. Well, it would certainly be a world, it would be beneficial for everybody to, to understand who they are from, from a very early age and then, and yeah. then operate from that and be of service in, and to others from that pr perspective. Um, that, that's for sure. Uh, if it is the new religion that's going to take over the world and it's going to replace all other religions and that's a little bit more than i'd expected of my of my of my lifetime <laughs> but if that's how it's meant to be that's how it's meant to be um i don't think that i don't believe that things would work for us i'm not i'm not practicing black magic or spell or spells i'm not i'm not sacrificing any goats or babies or anything like that for 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 the for the success that I that, that has come through through the platform, it's it's all come it's all come through me being um, uh, as kind and, and abundant and loving as possible. So I, I trust that that because that's what's that that's why it was born from. That's what it's going. That's what's going to um, continuously come come from it. And if it if it is going to become somewhat of a a world religion, then I I still hope that we have other religions in there as well. Um, because uh, I feel like uh, you can teach people how their energy works, but you can't. You, there, there needs to be some framework around morality um, it, 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 to stop us destroying ourselves. Like I don't know if you've ever seen. There's a video that circulates. Uh, maybe it's just my, it's my uh, little little cosmos of videos that comes. But I saw a great video the other day that was talking about why Dubai and, and mm. a lot of the countries are so so safe. You can leave your like you can leave your car keys stuck in the car and nobody's going to steal your Bentley, you know, because, because they are so strict with morality and, um, and uh, yeah, morality basically. Uh, and the challenge in, in the West, what we're, what we're, what is the a lack of uh, responsibility and morality uh, is, has caused people have got this idea that God, there is no God, there is no, there is no divine power, so I can do whatever I want. I can I can drive by this guy and s s smash something off of him if I want to. Like you, sometimes you see crazy people doing that, and it, it, it's like there's no. Um, so so I, whilst human design human design doesn't really teach morality, uh, so if it was a, a world religion, I, it would it would severely lack that aspect of of it. But maybe also that could be part of the agenda or the plan but I, i'm not sure <laughs> that's another one to point i maybe have to ask them i have to ask the mushrooms that one george i'll, I'll come back yeah. to you on that one <laughs> yeah yeah you know, I, i'm glad you brought that up i, I think yeah. that on some level yeah I think, I think the mushrooms on some level and human design and where we're going in the not too distant future is a different state of awareness, a higher form of awareness. You know, when I look at, when I look at people that find themselves 
and altered states of consciousness. You know, I'll just, I'll use that term, I guess, whether it's psychedelics or spirituality seems to be a vehicle that can allow you to transcend the state that you're currently in. You know, that it's, it's almost like in all of these states, you bump up against the problem of language where it's, it's the ineffable. It is this thing that's on the tip of your tongue, but there's no linguistic pathway for you to explain it. And if you look at, if you look at like, you know, some of the prophets, be it in the, the, the different holy books, like you see people that are trying to translate the divine message to other people. You know, it's, translation yeah. means interpretation. And I, I think Everything, that's where yeah. we've been going. What do you think? Everybody's, everybody's been doing that for centuries. Yeah. They've been trying to figure out how to put it into into words yeah. um you know and that's the that's kind of the the irony of it is that you can't actually put it into what you can't truly put it into words you can only experience it but if you can mm. the only way to really experience it the funny thing is i was i was i didn't know my human design but i was living in alignment with my human design without realizing my human design um and in in a sense that i was making so many decisions based on my intuitive hits and, and mm -hmm. using that as a guiding as a, as a guiding force so in a line so in, in, a, in a long story short i had been very much in, in in alignment with um my 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 purpose and by by just doing that so if we can if we can um get every if we get people we can align with their purpose uh, not necessarily uh, this is, have you ever read Eckhart Tolle a new, a new earth okay I think yeah, it's a new earth or, power of now sure so there's there's one there's one um there's one particular line from those those books that really I don't know which book it is but it really really stuck with me for a very long time is that we have an inner purpose and an outer purpose so our inner purpose is, is to seek enlightenment um, enlightenment for for everybody is 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 their own interpretation but for me personally enlightenment is is just peace inner peace just aware inner peace with everything we realize that everything is, is happening for the greater good yeah. um, and I, I, and obviously there's always going to be more we can always expand on things with with psychedelics we can always go deeper with, with the mushrooms and, and get that get get more more self-awareness more awareness but the outer purpose is is something that consistently evolves uh over time right with, with so yeah. so when 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 you were younger when i was younger your your purpose was maybe slightly different to what it is right now yeah. but that's because that's because your inner purpose became more you became more conscious right um what was the question again george <laughs> states of awareness and how we seem to be moving into a higher state of awareness be it through meditation or religion or psychedelics or breath work or all these methods people are doing they seem like we're we're transcending this older version of ourselves maybe our inner purpose is beginning to shine through as a whole well, that's, I think, yeah, that's something about where I was going with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's 4.30 now, so my brain stops working about yeah. 4.00. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, so it's, uh, yeah, we, we are, we are all, there's some people are choosing a higher consciousness and some are not. But this is, this is, a, that's a whole different, that's a whole different to rabbit hole to go down. 
uh, and again, back to the Christian teachings, the Christian teachings, like the, they say that demonic forces come to you through psychedelics mm. and through, and I, uh, and I, and I, I don't know. I, I, I reflect back on my own life, George, and I wonder where would I be where I'm at right now? And I gauge where I'm at right now, not based on my financial success or my mm -hmm. business success. I gauge my, where I'm at right now on how I feel and how I feel right now and how I feel right now on an inside, on like in my inner, like my inner feeling is, is bliss. Yeah, it's, it's, and and peace and and joy and abundance, but not in the like eh, abundance. But it's like it's just like <laughs> I, I, I actually I actually feel it. You know, it's like yeah. I'm not I'm not just telling myself I feel it. It's just I feel I feel it. Um, so so it's it's with that inner peace and uh, I keep losing my train of thought now, George. Mm -hmm. I know, yeah, inner peace. Inner peace and abundance, yeah. living a life worth living. It sounds like you're living a life worth living. I, I, I'm worth it. I am living a life worth living. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's, it's, that's kind of the, the whole point behind me being able to operate this platform is I have to live exactly the way that yeah. I'm supposed to live. Um, but yeah, I'm going to wrap. We're going to come, maybe we can wrap it up because, um, yeah, it's been a, yeah, it's been a long one. Uh, my, my brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, before I let you go, first off, Kyle, this is an amazing yeah. conversation. And I, I appreciate you taking the time to be open and honest. And more than that, help people understand this relationship of what you're building between human design and AI. It's a fascinating conversation. And before I let you go, what can people find you? What do you have coming up and what are you excited about? Um, people can obviously find me on humandesign.ai. Uh, I try to try not to be on social networks too much, but that, that's the, the best place to find me. Um, what what's coming up uh, in terms of uh, in terms of business and so on is everything. What was the, what would you what's the question? What's coming up in terms of my inner self or yeah, my outer self? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for for this this call because these are all questions that have all kind of been like stewing within yeah. me, and I, it's good that this is going to be documented. So if it ever does become uh, an eight hundred thousand uh, people members using using the platform, and if we ever get to that stage, I, I really hope that people will come back to this podcast and and watch this and actually and actually uh, see the the true intentions uh, behind behind. The work. So, from yeah. that perspective, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it, George. Of course. And a pleasure. Okay. Well, hang on briefly afterwards. I'll just talk to you real briefly afterwards. But everybody sure. spending time with us today, I really appreciate you being here. I hope you have a beautiful day. Go check out Kyle. Go down to the show notes. Check out what he's got going on. If you're interested in human design, if you're interested in AI, then it's definitely the spot that you'll definitely want to go and look at and do some investigation for yourself. I hope everybody has a beautiful day. And I hope you realize there's a little miracle waiting to happen to you. Listening to this right now. That's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. Aloha. Aloha, everyone. Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place, and if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge, 
and I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now, and it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true, but you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.